Well, I truly didn't think I was going to be back in the same situation as I seem to always find myself in a month after seeing someone. And this time I didn't think this was going to happen. And the episode I had planned for my release this week was to go on and say about how successful I am at making a long distance relationship work and the do's and the don'ts and you know what we are still going to get into that today and just because I couldn't fully you know what it wasn't even me I'm going to start that off right now it was not me this time finally thankfully and um it might have had a little bit to do with me but let's just Let's just, we're going to go into it today. We're going to talk about it. We're still going to cover the do's and don'ts of a long distance relationship. But my biggest piece of advice to you to start off this episode is never change for a man. never change for a man because it never works out in the long run and if he can't accept you for who you are or the person you're trying to be not trying but if he can't accept you for you at the end of the day don't change never change for a man and I say this because before I get into it I'm (laughs) I sold my dining room table, so I am kind of like re um, renovating my apartment and not in the sense where I'm like, you know, knocking down walls and shit, but I am staying in this apartment longer than I thought I was going to. So I got rid of my dining room table. And as I record this podcast, I am literally sitting on the floor. Now, I'm not just sitting on the floor with my hand on my mic. I am on a bunch of like a pillow, a pillow fortress right now. And I'm kind of cozy. My back's against the couch. And we're recording on my little coffee table. And I'm actually comfier like this than I have been recording just sitting at my dining room table because those chairs were very uncomfortable. So we're on the floor and we're this is the start of a new journey. Now, I want to talk about a lot today in regards to long distance relationships. And they can work. I'm telling you right now, they can. Now, they... <laughs> They require a lot of work and effort. And if first things first, if you are not committed to putting in work and effort to make this long distance relationship work, it's going to fail. Now, I usually write down my notes and my thoughts before I come in and podcast and talk about my topics, but... I seem to have cleared my entire list of things that I wrote down for long distance relationships. So today's episode, we truly are just going to talk and we're just going to wing it. And um, anyways, the effort thing is the biggest part. And I find uh, coming from a person who has tried to date in long distance relationships before, you need to equally both be willing to travel to each other. Now, 
I have dated somebody in a different country before. My ex lived in Los Angeles. We both were willing to travel back and forth. I went to LA twice and he was still dealing with having to get like his PR card for California or whatever America and he couldn't technically leave the states because he didn't have that he was from the UK and if he left he wouldn't be allowed back into the states so that relationship obviously didn't last very long because he had also just got out of a seven-year engagement and he wasn't ready to commit and after the second time I went to LA to see him he was like I can't do this it's too soon for me to be jumping back into a relationship and of course the pain of that hurt because I'm always in the position where I feel like I'm the one that's willing to make the most effort and I think it has a lot to do with the fact that I wear my heart on my sleeve and I think moving forward I'm gonna have to stop doing that because it just seems to bite me in the ass every single time I get into a new relationship and it's so hard to have to constantly deal with heartbreak because I fall quickly and I always have and if someone is making me happy and making me laugh and making me smile and planning things ahead with me it's hard for us as females I'm gonna center out females on this one because I feel like we're obviously known to be the nurturing and loving humans that we are and when you have someone who's trying to make plans with you and this that and the other and inviting you to weddings in months from now it's hard to end things with that person and not think like what why were we planning these things where where did I go wrong it's really hard and it ties it all back sorry I'm getting off track again with making the effort in the relationship the traveling thing to each other is is the biggest thing. If you're in a long distance relationship, long distance relationships actually cost money. Because if you are far away from each other and you can't get in a car and drive just a couple hours, you have to make the commitment to get on an airplane. That isn't cheap. Flying is not cheap. And you both need to realize that it's going to cost. And... I just think that that's the biggest thing that people that get into a long distance relationship, they think that it's going to be easy, but it, it adds up. At the end of the day, it adds up. And if you're both not willing to pay those prices to see each other, it's never going to work. It's literally never going to work because there's only X amount of time you can FaceTime with each other and talk on the phone without seeing each other. I myself am a very needy person. Now, when I say I'm a needy person, I mean, I like to spend my evenings with my significant other. And it doesn't have to just be sex when I mean I'm needy. I want that sleeping beside you feeling, waking up beside you, cooking dinners with you, just sitting on the couch, drinking a glass of wine, drinking a tea, reading a book beside each other. It's the... I like to feel that and for me to be involved in a long distance relationship is really hard and it's 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 hard when the other person is equally as needy because you can't just again get in your car and drive an hour or get in your car and drive down the street you have to you can't do it and it's 
that's the biggest thing for me and I struggle with that because those are the things that I like and like that's this is gonna tie it back into me wearing my heart on my sleeve I'm just looking for my person and I just want someone who is willing to do those things with me and I'm tired of going out and I haven't if you follow me on social media I actually had someone message me the other day being like where have you been hiding like you're not active on social media anymore and it's not because I'm not trying to be active on social media I saw a meme it was funny I saw a meme the other day and it was like once you go quiet on social media you must be happy and I was and I was trying really hard to just focus on the person I was seeing and focus on other projects I have been working on on a personal level and finding my other happinesses in life happinesses is that a word my other happiness in life and I've been working on some other things I'm trying to do some more self-growth and career um career I can't remember. I can't think of the word. Sorry. It's early and I'm podcasting and I'm still drinking my coffee. Enhancements, I guess. I think that's the word I'm looking for. But anyways, now that we're on the social media topic, I'm going to get into that because this, I have talked about this many, 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 many times and Social media and relationships can be very tricky, especially if you are both very popular on social media. Now, I, my toxic trait, I'm going to tell you all my toxic trait, and I know I'm going to get burned for telling this, but it's not just me. And I know that there are girls that I find on TikTok that post the same shit that they do. And it's the social media creeping. And this is another thing that is going to truly kill you in a relationship, especially a long distance relationship, is creeping their social media. Now, my, the partner that I was seeing has a very big following on social media due to his career, which is great, which is lovely. Building a client base is very important when you're in home renos and real estate it's very important to have a big following and it's very important to me to have a big following on my social media because of my podcast and because of other things that I want to do like I have a photo shoot coming up here with a friend of mine who reached out to me and like I would love to grow myself that way again like back in the day when I Oh, was a young blood trying out for Playboy. Oh my goodness. When I was 19 years old trying to do Playboy. And I remember that. And I thought I was so hot. I still, <laughs> I didn't know how to do my eyebrows. It was so funny because I look back on the photos now. And then I look at myself now. And I'm like, that photo could have been so much better if I had eyebrows on. <laughs> eyebrows are very key. Anyways, Having a huge social media following can be very toxic in relationships. And if you come from trauma in your past, and I've said it once, I've said it twice, I've said it three times, the amount of times I've been cheated on, social media is hard for me when you see that their following goes up by five, it goes up by ten, they go out, they have a new follower, it's a female. It's just like 
the trauma from your past plays such an interference and this is the one thing I am constantly trying to improve myself and this past relationship or situationship I'm not going to call it a relationship because it was never titled as one Um, we were seeing each other as much as I like to consider it we were dating he didn't want to label it that way and a lot of it had to do with the long distance and his work schedule and that's fine but it just makes you kind of feel not good enough and I've been posting it's funny anytime I go through something like this I end up posting memes on Instagram and people are like oh my god what happened now who broke your heart again Hi, I'm Steve Yurko. And I'm Tara Sands. Now available from Maji Media is our new podcast, Four Kids Flashback. Four Kids is the company who brought you the English dub of Pokemon in the late 90s and so many other shows like Yu-Gi-Oh!, Shaman King, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, Kirby, the infamous One Piece dub, and so many more. We'll be talking to the people who worked at 4Kids. Actors, directors, writers, editors, producers, engineers, you get the point. And hopefully get the answers to questions both you and I have about the company. I actually worked there as a voice actor on some of the shows. And I was a kid watching the shows and remember way more than Tara does. And thank God for that. Steve is actually a professional storyboard artist, which gives some really unique insights into anime and animation. Subscribe today wherever you get your podcasts. That's the number four kids flashback. And yeah, anyways, the social media thing has got to stop. And this is my friendly spider woman advice to all of my female listeners out there who struggle with this. And like, I want to give you guys advice not to do it because I need to take a piece of my own fucking advice. And if you want a successful and healthy relationship, this shit has got to stop. And I have... I'm not going to lie. I posted on my Twitter that I was considering therapy and this is something that I'm going to be doing in a couple weeks from now and I want to try and see if someone can get into my brain and see why I can't get past my old traumas and a lot of it has to do with the men that I choose and I typically do like to go after fuck boys and the last this guy that I was just seeing was definitely not a fuck boy and I can clearly spot the difference between my last relationships and this one and this one was very different and it pains me to be going through this again because I really thought that it was something special and I just am feeling really sad and I'm having a hard time dealing with it and my way of expressing my feelings is on social media and if you follow me on Twitter I post everything on Twitter like I will post my feelings to a T on Twitter it will be like I'm sad I hate you men men are stupid I am hungry oh my god I just saw a bird fly into a tree like I literally will post everything on Twitter and it's funny because that's where I get a lot of people messaging me back being like here do this I fellow um female from our network she sent me an Instagram account and her name is Anna 
uh hold on i have it on my phone here amy chan i thought it was anna chan amy chan and she is a breakup expert and i actually am going to reach out to her and see if she wants to come on the podcast i would love to have her on here and talk all things how to get over a breakup and everything i am totally gonna do that anyways so those are things that I seem to struggle with in a long distance relationship. And I think the other big thing in long distance relationships is you need to make sure that you're in it for the long haul. Now, you can't just do a long distance relationship for a week because that's just a hookup. Like you got to call it what it is. You got to make sure that you both are willing to discuss this at the fucking beginning because long term is the name of the game. In a long distance relationship, you know... You got to make sure you're willing to fucking do it. And now another thing that I want to touch base on um, for long distance do's and don'ts. A big do that I would suggest. Now you can't get together in person, but you got to plan date nights together. And one of the things me and I'm going to call my ex just because it's easier to say that than say my person I was just seeing. My ex. We planned, it was so cute, the one night I asked, I sent him a text and I was like, there's this new movie on Netflix, do you want to watch it together with me? And he's like, yeah, sure. We literally sat in our own separate homes and we watched this movie together, texting about it. And it was just so nice because as lame as this might sound, it felt like we were together. Even though we couldn't be there physically together, it felt like we were sitting there watching the movie together because we press play at the same time and it was just like the cutest thing ever. So I highly recommend doing that now we're gonna get into a little bit of the dirty because a big thing that you have to be willing to do or I'm not gonna say don't because you have to do this we're sexual human beings and if you cannot physically be having sex with your partner you need to find out a way that you're gonna feel intimate together now I am a big fan personally of sexting I absolutely love sexting and I find it's the biggest turn on for me when you find someone who equally likes to sext and when you're both telling each other you love this and you love that and you can't wait to fucking fuck again when you see each other it's so I'm getting goosebumps because I love that shit. And the other thing you have to be willing to do is phone sex. And now I'm not talking. See, when I it's funny when I think about phone sex, I think about people like actually physically on the phone, like on a phone call, just moaning into the phone. I think that's old school phone sex. And I think this new the new kind of are we millennials phone sex is sending legitimate videos back and forth to each other whether it's on Instagram video you're sending physical videos and texting or Snapchat I don't know if people still use Snapchat I hate Snapchat because that's what Snapchat technically was designed for I'm pretty sure to do it and not get caught (laughs) for those of you cheaters out there um it's so it's sexy and like it's seeing your partner turned on by the videos you are sending and vice versa is is hot and then the mix it in with the dirty texting it's a very imperative thing to do when you're in a long distance relationship and fuck even if you're not in a long distance relationship I could sex all day if I wanted to like I am a very sexual person 
and I go through my phases where I'm not and right now I'm not feeling very sexy and I think it has a lot to do with what I'm going through but with my ex we did that frequently and I absolutely loved it and I loved that he loved it (sighs) memories Another don't that you don't want to do in a long distance relationship, and this is probably one thing I'm going to say that I'm very guilty for, is rushing the end game. And if I, when I meet someone, we all do this. You're planning your wedding. You're planning your trips. You're thinking of where you're going to go. It's funny because we met on a trip, so it felt like we had already been on a trip together. And I am a person, I am a fucking planner, okay? I like to plan trips. I have to know my schedule months in advance because for me, I have a schedule that's three months out and I have to look at my days off and plan what I'm going to plan. I need to know what I'm doing in June. I need to know what I'm doing in July, which I'm going to be gone for a lot of July in Europe and I just, I need to know these things, okay? And for me to not be able to plan stuff is hard. And I think I rush things sometimes. And I'm learning. I'm learning, I promise. I'm learning to not rush things because you need to let things grow organically. And as my ex would say, you need to learn to go with the flow. And I guess that's something that played a part in why I am here back single and alone like I'm always going to be but whatever you do ladies and gentlemen don't rush the end game now another thing I'm gonna touch on one more thing never change who you are for your partner and this is a big thing for me now I changed certain things for my ex that I just really wish he could have just accepted and it's fine to have your own views on certain things but um my side hustle that I have going on I stopped because it made him uncomfortable but that also played a part in me losing out on a thick wallet for a little while and (laughs) I just don't think you should have to change who you are for a person you can change things there's other things but I'm not going to touch too much on it because I really don't want to get into detail and I just want to just clearly state you should never have to change who you are because if you meet someone they should truly like you for who you are and I don't know I feel like the way that I'm feeling right now, I didn't meet this person in a bar. I didn't meet them on a dating app. I just didn't think the outcome was going to come this way for how I'm feeling and what I've just gone through. I really truly don't think I am ever going to have my happy ending, which is fine for me to think. Please don't come at me after listening to this episode being like, you're going to find your person. Mr. Wright's out there. You'll meet your soulmate. Blah, 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 blah. And I am not saying anything that my ex is moving out to Calgary and I have no hard feelings towards what has happened. And if 
things are truly meant to be with us when he does move here and we don't have to do long distance and it can work out and maybe I can learn to gain some more trust and work on that then yeah I am by all means open to starting things up again and you just never know but please don't rush things guys I need to stop doing that I need to stop planning our trips in 2022 together because clearly I can't hold on to anything longer than a month anyways long distance relationships guys fuck one day I'll meet someone or maybe it's still him who knows (laughs) anyways we are still in the month of May and May is my favorite month because it is masturbation month and I am jumping on a interview later today with Mila from One Condoms and we are going to talk all things masturbation and butt stuff. I love talking about butt stuff. So we are going to get into that later today. I will have I'm going to do a double episode this week. So I am apologizing right now for my lack in posting this episode, but I'm not going to lie. I did post I recorded a long distance relationship episode. But the dialogue was a lot different than this one because I gushed on things in certain ways that I am now not going to gush on because clearly I am back to where I started and back on my bullshit again. What else is fucking new? So anyways, we got that podcast coming up with Mila this week as well. Um, And yeah, I have a crazy work schedule coming up here for a little bit, but I am off for the long weekend. So I hope to accomplish a lot more than I can accomplish on a one day off situation. So ladies and gentlemen, thank you for joining me on another episode of Welcome to Mars and uh, long distance relationships. Don't fucking do them. I'm your eager beaver. And I'm Mr. Grizzly. If you love politics or hate politics, then have we we the perfect perfect podcast podcast for you. The True North Eager Beaver. Incisive political commentary. We keep you up to date and give you the political and media literacy you seek. To help you cut through the bovine fecal matter. Facts first. Sound analysis. Sometimes I growl. Sometimes I sass. We impart civics and build community. And we share some laughs along the way. Being informed and engaged has never been more fabulous. Or sexy. Catch us on, on the Dean Blundell, Blundell Network. Network. Or on our YouTube channel. Or wherever you get your podcasts. Because, because democracy, democracy is, is something, something you do. do. Do, did, will. The Story of People podcast is now available on the Cryer Media Network. The first five episodes are here and feature some incredible guests that fit into one or all three of those categories. Ready? Tara Sloan from the San Jose Sharks, Undercurrent Podcast at NBC Sports. Marianne Iveson from Iveson Voice and the Let's Take This Outside podcast to talk about the world of outdoors as well as voiceover land. Ariana Hunsicker, future Canadian Paralympic swimmer, already winning tons of awards for this country. Scott McGregor from the Hot Wallet podcast to dumb down the world of crypto, Bitcoin, and NFTs so you don't have to. 
and Jackie Holowaty from Climate Pledge Arena in Seattle, Washington, the first net zero carbon certified arena on the planet. Wherever you get your pods, wherever you watch your pods, and on the Crier Media Network.